Hello and welcome to another episode of the Never A Straight Answer podcast, the podcast that aims to cover a wide range of topics from conspiracy theories to popular culture and news. I'm your host Gaz and joined from a remote location somewhere in the backwaters of Glossop, well, the lights are on, but is there anyone home? It's Mr. Taylor. Oh yeah, I'm in, I'm in, the lights are definitely on, definitely. Welcome, 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 welcome to the only conspiracy podcast that wants to start up a conspiracy theme restaurant, we'll call it... Yeah. Q and nom 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 How's it going? And tastes delicious. Well, well, summer maybe. Smells a bit off. Well, I hope you guys and girls are keep keeping safe and well. It's been another week, and we're up to one, two, three. It's easy as ABC. Episode hundred and twenty-three. Yes. Oh yes. Pretty good actually. Did you ever think we'd get this far? In terms of like uh, episode count, no, I, did, I didn't actually. I didn't think we'd have that much support. He didn't. Honest, I did, he didn't have that much faith. Yeah, it, it would, just we it couldn't. We couldn't have got this far fun. if it wasn't for uh, you guys listening at home. Um, so Please. thank you for all you uh, new listeners and repeat offenders. We hope you're still enjoying we the show. Uh, we're yeah. celebrating a UFO historical event, an ongoing mystery this week. I will be talking about the Phoenix Lights. Um, some call it the Lights Over Phoenix. Semantics, really. It's on the 24th anniversary of this still unexplained phenomenon. Um, yeah. When on March the 13th, 1997, thousands witnessed a triangular, triangular black UFO with amber lights and what appeared to be a mothership. Oh, we'll be yes, talking indeed. about that a little bit a lot, later lot, on. Man. Oh my God! It's such. It is a great topic, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's a it's a brilliant uh, one as well, and and also know that there's a few viewers out there who've been waiting to uh, definitely. See for well, us this, to get this this is um, a, a much requested um, yeah. episode topic, so thank you guys for um, sending your messages requesting in and it, requesting yeah. that. We do take yeah. your listener suggestions pretty seriously, and yeah. if there's something that you guys want to hear, we'll do our damnedest to try and get that done for you. Um, we look at every single email or um, message you send us. Well, it's been a bit of a bit, bit of a busy week for us, hasn't it, mate? Um, other, yeah, other than nice, um, getting yeah. ready for the podcast this week, what have you been up to? Uh, well, apart from um, Superpod Free, Superpod, yeah, it was good, wasn't it? Just looking, just doing odd jobs here and there. That's it, really. Well, if you don't yeah. know, we took part in Superpod, uh, raised, helped raise some cash for Comet Relief. Um, yeah. It was pretty awesome, actually, and it was, it was really cool to see everybody yeah. getting involved. They were really some great podcasts to, that were um, involved and. Uh, and if you haven't seen it, go out there and watch it. It's, yeah, uh, well definitely. Worth. You can, and um, we'll post it. We've posted it on Twitter anyway, so you can go over there, yeah. follow the link, and you can still watch the full days worth of podcast it's yeah. a great event like i say yeah. raise some cash um and there's still time for you to um oh yeah definitely dip your hand in your pocket and um put a few quid in um in little superstar podcast that she's now yes. known as the, oh, yes. my cat harley uh, harley quinn uh she's oh, yeah. she's now um getting a bit of an ego demanding all sorts saying you know, I want an Instagram page do you know what I mean I need Just my own she social went on media once. she's she not been she's on screen star. once though is she, she every time she well, dives in she wants to get um, get a face in the in the camera Look, yeah, always I mean. sitting there between <laughs> it was like mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> other than that I mean yeah so I mean it was really fantastic to get involved um, and like I say you can still catch that 
if you um, yeah. follow the link. We'll put the link in the description anyway, so um, right. if not, missed it. And if yeah. not, we'll probably be posting our bit at some point yeah, in the yeah, near future yeah. as well. Or even so. go to our site and it should be there as well. On our site? Our site. Maybe. <laughs> I'll have to update it so it is. Yeah, but yeah, 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 I'll make sure that there's there some, some sort of link there. In the future. Yeah, well done, Taylor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Making jobs for me. <laughs> well... Uh, well, what have you been up to this week? Have you been up to? Help? Like I say, oh, um, I it was busy trying to get set up for um, for yeah. Superpod. Um, I was really happy with the way it went. I mean, well, there was, yeah. you know, there were some bits where it's live, so it's a bit nerve wracking anyway. And and yeah, for some yeah. reason, just knowing that it's live puts a bit of pressure yeah, on. A bit, a bit more when when we're recording now, you know, it just feels dead naturally natural, natural yeah, yeah. quite happy to do it conversation like, between us about whereas what? as soon as you kind of like got a camera in front of you and it's it's a bit different but like I enjoyed yeah, a bit it shy. Uh, yeah, shy. a bit shy <laughs> yeah, well, um, other than that when a bit when it did a bit of fishing um, yeah, yeah. that was I didn't catch anything I but, was going to say know, yeah apart from uh, a cold or something oh, no. no it was quite alright actually it didn't rain or anything but you know like it was just one of them it's nice to get out of the house in it for a bit and just um, pretty, do something good exercise so, so yeah, yeah. Um, other than yeah. that, been a bit, bit like I say, busy week. Got I had yeah. two shows to prepare for, one live this yeah. week's episode, um, yeah. loads of research. Just, yeah. just get, yeah, you know how it is. Uh, yeah, it all adds up. Oh, you don't realise how much nowadays. bloody work goes into this, into this, you know. So you know, anyway, um, um, I think we've got um, chain connections coming up, haven't we? Yes, we have. We've got a a bit of an amazing turn of events here because um, we've got a hat trick winner. Yeah. Yes. Hat trick winner. Um, Well, let's first of all, we'll go into a couple of the um, the answers that were wrong. Yeah. The chain connections this week. Yeah. So um, let's just go over the clues for last week, will you? Uh, yeah, uh, the clues were, uh, the first one was, uh, they come in all different sizes, colours, shapes. Okay. Uh, the second one was, they have a land. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> and the third one is, it is in Britain. And it's in Britain. Right, you see, yeah. some people guess Teletubbies. Yeah. And, we got and a few Teletubbies. Even, oh, I well, this right, but yeah, but it does connect to the television. They've got the yeah, colours, shapes, sizes. Got different antennas. One carries a bag, yeah. you know. True. And then true. they've got their own land, Tubby Land. Yeah. Yeah. They they were invented and raised in. I'm sure, assuming you know, like it is an English TV show. So yeah, yes. it, in a yeah. lot of ways, you're right, but it's not the right answer. Um, no, M and M's as well. Don't know why that was an answer. Well, that's a but, good one. Um, Although it, they're usually the same shape, aren't they? Usually, roughly. Depends. You're getting a sort um, of... I haven't it? seen a square one Irregular. Yeah. A, a bag of irregular sweets. Yeah, so they join together. Well, yeah. our, our winner this week was Harriet Christabel, or a.k.a. Woolly Ninja, or a.k.a. Yes. the champion of Chain Connections, who guessed oh, the correct yes. answer of Lego... Yes, Lego, them lovely little pieces. It's just come in all shapes and sizes, different colours, yes, don't they? Exactly. Have you ever been to Legoland? No, I haven't actually. I haven't it's not that far from it. It's quite close actually, but like, I, yeah. I actually got, um, I won a competition and got some free tickets to, to Windsor Legoland and never went. Why didn't you go? I don't know, I just couldn't get, I just, you know, it's like one of them where it was had other work commitments and I was like, yeah. oh, you know what, it's such an opportunity to just to go to Legoland just for the day and, you know, as a... Yeah, yeah. You know, some at fun, but uh, no, I yeah, never got to different. go. 
Um, so we'll, we've got a bunch more clues for you today. Yeah. Um, yes. Those can be cryptic, audio, video, depending on whether we make a video episode or not, which those yep. are coming back, Brian. They are You, you will they enjoy are. it. Brian, like, make videos. Make, yeah. make more videos. We will. You can we see will. these mugs soon. We broke the lighting stuff, so we now we're back. We'll, we'll be sweet. We'll be back up. I'm running soon. So anyway, yeah. But before that, we've got some chain connections for you. Oh, we have indeed. So what are the clues this week, Mr. The Taylor? This week, ah, the first one is we abuse it daily, sometimes <laughs> without knowing it. <laughs> well... We've all uh, had I know those where dreams. Your thought went to, then. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if it attached to this second one. Right, the okay, come on. What's the second clue? People have tried to make it free. Well, I suppose. Mm. Right, okay. And the third one is the world needs it. Right, okay. So we abuse it daily, sometimes without yeah. realizing it. Yeah. We try to free it. Yeah, to make it free. To make it free. And yeah. and the world needs it. The world needs it. Yeah. Mm. Now, yeah. as usual, I don't know the answer to this, so I'm as stumped as you guys. But while everyone thinks about it, um, we've got um, a episode associate this week, or affiliate. Uh, this week, this episode's brought to you in part by Audible. Um, an Audible trial offers you a great way uh, for new customers to try audiobooks and make the most of every moment. Uh, with Ooh. their free trial, uh, customers will receive one free audiobook of their choice. That That's theirs to keep, even if you cancel your, pri- um, your subscription. Uh, Prime members will get two audiobooks in their trial. Um, the availab- availability of choice from worldwide leaders... And the largest selection of audio books, including bestsellers, new releases, sci-fi, romance, mysteries, classics, and more. Um, after 30 days, you will receive one book every month for just $7.99. And um, that's um, automatically renews. And you can cancel any time. Uh, download and listen to the world's best uh, storytellers. Enjoy audiobooks, original series, and more on the free app. And um, yeah, keep yourself entertained. Why not? I'm currently yeah, listening to uh, Neil Gaiman's Sandman, and that's pretty yeah. awesome. I got that using my free month book, and uh, you can too. Check the link yes. in the description. I actually think it's a really good um, service audible. Like yeah. I say, if you're yeah. a Prime member, you get two books, and if you listen to a lot of books or you work, you know, work shifts or you know, when yeah, you've got yeah, yeah. a lot of time to listen to stuff, podcasts yeah. and audio books, spot on. You know, yeah. You can get bored yeah. of listening to a podcast, stick your audio book on, listen to a few chapters, move on. Anyway. Yeah. You don't need any radio nowadays. If you do want to sign up, there'll be a link in the description and that really helps us out. So, um, it does, there you so go. get down there and la- have a listen. So, well, we all know why you're tuning in because we're going to be talking about alien UFO yes. related high strangeness. And this week's no different. Uh, the Phoenix Lights um, was a phenomenon. Um, and a series of widely sighted UFOs, or um, unidentified flying objects. They were observed over the skies of the US, um, over Arizona, Nevada, and parts of Mexico, uh, back in March the 13th, 1997. Um, Meaning that it was the 24th anniversary just the other day. 
Mm, uh, so yeah. we, f- for those reasons, we thought we'd um, bring the story and you know talk it over and discuss what the witnesses yeah. had kind of spotted and seen that that night. Um, yeah. Now, a lot of the um, incidents do pertain to the the nineteen ninety seven incident. Yeah, and yeah, a lot of the kind of um, witnesses surrounding areas. Yeah. Now, there was one of the witnesses um, who was a MD, a lady called Lynn. Right. Yeah. She'd actually had photographic evidence of the same lights over Arizona and Phoenix from around 2004 when her and her husband spotted some UFO strange lights and she had her experience. Now, she photographed um, this object in the sky. Now, again, she wasn't like a kook. She wasn't like, you know, anyone just spotted oh yeah no she's normal ringing up ringing up the police saying they'd seen something this woman also worked on the rescue side of the um mountain rescue yeah so she was used to speaking to the authorities and you know like um the the, she knew her way around she knew her way around like yeah exactly so like when she sees these lights she wanted to know um what they were she started contacting the the government police officers you know like and she even said like i'm actually you know because in, in fact one of the times when she seen one of the lights was facing the mountain which is local to you know phoenix so there's a yeah. big mountain range and um yeah, yeah. she said it was hovering towards the mountain so she wanted to know what it was and if anybody could kind of give her any information and they yeah. said well the airport's at the base of the mountain so why don't you ring them now she said she'd seen two events that night and um, one over the city and then one towards the mountain so when she rang up the airport and they said well we did actually pick stuff up on radar but it was it wasn't two events it was actually like six yeah so she saw six events or six different lights yeah Yeah, which he's attributed to different locations um so you know the phoenix lights does go back a bit further than the 24 years that we give the anniversary to. But the fact is, this incident oh, was probably the biggest um, mass um, witnessing sighting. Of, or yeah. sighting of what we'd consider um, a UFO or unidentified yeah. flying object. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, obviously, depend depending on where you were that night, you saw the lights from different angles you could have saw it from different yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, altitudes or even you know your description of the the craft could be different now i'm yeah. not suggesting that there's going to be a lot of people who who were just jumping on it and going i saw a ufo too i know yeah, it's yeah, a big yeah, sausage yeah, shaped yeah. ufo or just taking the piss or just getting you know maybe it, just wanted to jump on the bandwagon but yeah. a majority of the sightings and majority of the descriptions were very similar. So definitely, and visible for around three hundred miles. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you know, that's the distance it was supposed to have covered. Do you know what I mean? About three hundred uh, miles. miles. You mean? No, three hundred miles from Nevada, from miles. the Nevada line to through Phoenix to the edge of Tucson. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. is about three hundred miles, right? Yeah. So there were two events involved in, in the incident of triangular for, in, um, formations of lights yeah. that passed yeah. over the states, um, and. See a series of stationary lights seen over Phoenix as well. So, you know, um, it's quite a really interesting one, isn't it? So, allegedly... Yeah. Go on. Oh, go on. 
Oh no, I was just going to say like uh, the uh, the four lights, at, uh, the five lights that turned up at uh, seven o'clock. That was supposed to have been the uh, first incident, but it had actually uh, been going on uh, since three o'clock that afternoon. It was ah, actually right. different times. Well, this is it the thing, isn't it? Locations finding stuff. It's the middle of the day, right? Are mm. you going to less likely to see these lights in the sky? But well, then, yeah, because it's not dark, No, no, is it? but it's th- not this is enough. the thing, right? We'll go into the reports because, like, later yeah. on when we talk about, like, the eyewitnesses, some of them suggested that they were just lights and it was a see-through yeah. sort of transparent object, whereas yeah. others said, well, we couldn't really see any stars, so it was must have been a solid mass, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So oh, yeah, yeah. If, oh, they could see it was darkness. if it's pitch black and I can only see lights, right... It makes me feel like those lights are connected to a bigger craft, right? They're rather individual objects or one big object, right? So, now, if that was an object to the scale that they're saying, which is some reports say it was like football pitches worth... It was a couple of football pitches in in size, right? So, if this started at three o'clock in the afternoon in broad daylight, surely somebody would have saw that. Well, I don't think the bigger craft was seen in, in in the after in the in the afternoon. I think it was more like there was uh, reports of uh, small little lights and incidents that were happening around there, and it was there was on and off kind of things going off that all that day, realistically. And it wasn't just that region. It, I mean, uh, Las Vegas apparently had yeah, a, an Nevada. incident as well on that day. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. From the Nevada line, um, there was incidents reported through Phoenix right yeah. to the edge of Tucson, over spa- uh, spanning over a distance of about 300 miles or 480 yeah. kilometres. Um, yeah. Allegedly, the United States Air Force um, said that the lights could have been flares dropped by an A-10 Warthog aircraft yeah. um, in a training exercise. But yeah. Again, but, the light. But similar lights have have been reported in the area between uh, 2007 and 2008. But again, these events have been quickly dismissed as flares drops or uh, a fighter craft or some sort of form of government interference or government um, exercise. Well, yeah, but they were also it was, that area was uh, uh, people seen it time and time again. They know what flares look like. They they, they see it after the training's yeah. going on. Uh, at that time, there was but no. What's in the report? In the I mean, this Lynn lady who actually Lynn, who's a who runs yeah. the Phoenix Lights website now. She wrote a book yeah. on it, right? Mm-hmm. She claimed that she saw um, a object and it's one of the lights sort of dimmed out. Yeah, and it was almost yeah. like someone turning a dimmer switch down. Uh, yeah. But she still felt like it was there. Do you know what I mean? And it was like, yeah. even though one of the lights dissipated, like, or disappeared, they were still too as bright. So if they were flares, surely they would have burnt out around about the same time. Yeah. They don't yeah, have, exactly. a, they don't they have a sort of like a, a timer or a, not a built-in timer, but like a sort of shelf life in terms of yeah. when you light it, it they runs have, out in certain minutes. 60 seconds. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So you think that they'd all burn out around about the same time, not others mm. burn longer and brighter. For You know, it doesn't make sense that it's flares, in my opinion. But yeah, it that's, doesn't to me and the report afterwards Well, we'll as go well. into that because I think in yeah. terms of theories, um, yeah. that does seem to be one of the theories that crops yes. up quite a lot. 
Now, the initial reports was um, from around about 6.55 p.m. Pacific South. Um, I think that's Pacific time. Um, yeah. When a man reported seeing a V-shaped object um, hovering above um, Henderson in Nevada, he said it was about the size of a Boeing 747 and sounded like rushing wind. Um, about six lights on it around the leading edge and the lights reported um, travelled northwest to southwest. See, now I could, uh, because of what you just said there, I could see that possibly um, in my eyes that that could be an actual, because it's got sound, that that could be a military. Now, a lot of reports did say that it was a silent craft, this yeah. this, this thing that, that, that went overhead, right? Yeah. Now, I watched one um, eyewitness account and it was a group of doctors. They'd all, again, doctors, you know, they'd um, actually been doing some sort of um, research and they'd all got together on the balcony to discuss it. And yeah. Um, whilst in discussion, one of them looked up and saw this thing and they all seen it at the same time. They all described it as an ominous, massive, um, dark craft that was literally so low that if you were to kind of ask a pilot whether it was, um, you know, what the kind of air altitude is recommended, you know, for coming into Phoenix, yeah, then... They'd say it was a certain altitude. This was way lower. Yeah, right. Yeah, and um, over just above the houses, and, literally and just he, above. He claimed that it was a, it was so silent that you wouldn't know it was there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Unless you saw yeah. it. So this rush of wind. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, yeah, it makes it a little different because you, you the the aspects of a lot of reports, especially uh, the important reports, there is no sound. There is absolutely no sound at all. So if you've got something that has sound, then uh, well, maybe it, maybe, UFO, I mean, it could be the fact that you know same... maybe it was um, one of the smaller ships coming out of the mothership making the sound, and then you know that stops and it carried yeah, on gliding it's possible on mechanical movements of yeah, some. Because I mean, th- nobody ever actually su- suggests in any of the reports that there was any sort of mechanical movements going on well, this is but it, there because... are reports of sh- and, and other structures yeah being kind of picked out on this sort of um, ominous object but i mean again yeah. there's certain reports that say it was translucent um yeah. some say that it can't have been translucent because it blocked out stars so it must have been a solid mass you know yeah. then you've got others who say it was a cigar-shaped object now depending yeah. on your yeah, yeah. position uh, geographically you might look exactly. up and say I can see a cigar-shaped object, but if you're seeing that same object from directly below, you could it's say yeah. it's a V-shaped object. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Um, actually, the second report that came in was from mm. a former police officer um, yeah. who claimed he was um, from Arizona. He claimed to have been the next person to report um, the sighting after leaving his house at around 8.15, he was driving north and allegedly saw um, a cluster of reddish-orange lights in the sky, um, all sort of clustered together. Yeah. And a fifth travelling towards them um, as if they were in, in independent Docking. of the the main ship or the main yeah, yeah. set of lights. 
Um, he checked that out through binoculars and the lights um, basically until they disappeared over into the south horizon so I mean this is like a credible um, encounter where a former police officer no reason to lie you know has had an encounter he's watched it as far as he could he's witnessed these lights moving independently of each other as well as staying in formation Um, and it's, it's too much witness. I mean, we always say, don't we, show us the proof. Yeah, right? Now, yeah. this is so much proof that it makes you think, why are we still asking the question of, is there life out there? Yeah, because it's on, it states that it's obvious to me that if this was, well, flares. It's be a mass hallucination. Yeah, right? It's rather A, mass hallucination. B, um, alien invasion. C, yeah. government um, technology that they're trying to suppress. Yeah, right. Or all of the above. <laughs> I don't know, well, right? Yeah, it, it's, it's, a, it's a bit yeah, of a possible. kind of a strange one, isn't it? So yeah, and what? the amount of people, dog. It's the, the it's the amount of people that say. I mean, when it's first reported, it was uh, what the uh, the National UFO um, Research Centre got seven hundred reports. How many did you say the police? Well, had got? the first um, in the first basically. Um, Oh, the next day, the police had had around... This was the police switchboard, right? Yeah. They'd had around about 100 calls overnight just to state that they'd seen, you know, panicked citizens worried that they'd seen something in the sky and they were a bit scared and didn't know what it was. Um, They had to tell them they didn't have a clue either. Yeah, right? And it it must have been very difficult for them to do. I mean... It's like this Lynn, when she first went to the authorities back in 2004, she actually yeah. called the papers up and wanted to kind of get somebody out here to take a picture or, you know, in, uh, yeah, report on it. And, yeah. the public. and they turned around to her, she called back the next morning and I think she must have been posing as, tried to, you know, pose as somebody else because she asked, has anybody called up reporting... Yeah. Um, lights in the sky and they got a bit snotty with her and said no yeah and she knew for a fact that she had so it was yeah. like what what you, Why are you talking lying? shit yeah so it's oh, like yeah. when obviously you know that they know but they can't tell you but the police didn't know what what it was at all right so they've got well, like yeah. the switchboards going mad this. yeah um, I mean, in terms of the incidents it kind of does break down into a couple of incidents doesn't it like in terms of mass um, yeah. there was um, the first incident was known as the Prescott Dewey lights. Yeah. Um, a television station KSAZ reported um, or a video, basically shown a video um, by which was recorded by an individual named Richard Curtis. Um, Richard Curtis. He, was, <laughs> he, he recorded was. a detailed video showing the outline of the spacecraft. Uh, that went obviously out and people yeah. started reporting that they'd seen it as well loads of people saying i've seen an, a v-shaped object and lights in the sky many witnesses reported seeing it um and loads of people actually took the footage and tried to clean it up and do video enhancements and stuff like that as well you can actually, actually find those on youtube it was actually interesting because actually two videos come out at that time now first one was the original video the second one that uh, was filmed was actually flares, and was they tried it? to pass it pass off. It off yeah, as. they actually tried to pass it off as uh, the they went out soon as the incidents had happened, and that they'd actually gone out and 
banks, fly some flares bang, so we can turn around and say, we were doing something that night, but it was the wrong times. Yeah, but you this see, is- this is it, you see, because um, a bit later on, obviously, the Prescott and um, Prescott Valley, um, yeah. they started reporting lights. Um, they said that the people in the area of Prescott and Prescott Valley said that approximately 817, um, people started calling up, making reports of, of objects that were definitely solid because, like I say, it blocked out much of the starry sky were passing yeah. overhead. Um, is it Devon Lons um, was the... Was Aunt, Jane, Aunt Jamie Lons was... Uh, must be like... So is it Devon Lons and Aunt Jamie Lons were standing outside on the porch in Prescott yeah. Valley when they noticed a cluster of lights northwest of their position... The lights formed a triangular position um, pattern. Yeah, um, it's all very familiar. Do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And as well, for three hundred miles, how can you have flares that you know that go for three hundred miles that are seen for three hundred miles that travel for three hundred miles? Yeah, yeah, from Nevada to Tucson. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't happen, right? Yeah. So, yeah. and how come there was five for the first incident and then? nine for the second incident you can't have you couldn't well like you, i say they observed it. it for uh two or three minutes with binoculars then it passed directly overhead uh the observers were seen um seen bank to see it bank to the right and then disappear into the night sky southwest of prescott uh, valley um so well, you know the altitude could not be determined however the object was fairly low and made no sound whatsoever but it did stop and hover over at certain uh, oh, yeah. places. And yeah, then it did. It, I mean, in terms of, like, when it was over Phoenix, um, yeah. reports were that it was stationary over Phoenix for quite a while. Yeah, yeah, So, yeah, yeah. you yeah. know. Good long, uh, good good time. A good time for, uh, surprisingly, not enough footage. But like I say, um, the National UFO uh, Reporting Centre um, received um, quite a few reports from it's Prescott area. Yeah. Um, saying that we observed five white lights in a, or yellow white lights in a V formation moving slowly over the northwest across the skies. Um, they turned almost due south and continued until out of sight. Uh, the point of the V was um, basically directing the movement of the other lights and they were fairly yeah. tight in a V formation while other two lights were on the back basically uh trailing it and moving around so they were like rather docking with it um yeah. or as if it was sort of like defensive mode yeah or defensive def- that's what i thought like it was more of like watching the six if you like yeah. so it was something yeah. that was kind of um more um uh a, you know like a defense strategy Rather yeah, than more of a, a yeah so it's more military tactic than uh than a civilian um to go over an area yeah because you're just you're looking at your sides and you're also looking at your rear as well, well it, where the, most people just carry on where they are who know i mean it, right. they, uh, like literally they could have been surrounded by crafts um i mean the lights yeah. being on does that mean yeah. that they were uh, you know do, do they need the lights on or are they it just trying to show show that they are there that, that's what it seems to me. It doesn't seem yeah, like... Yeah, yeah, that was... It's, it's you know, it seems like they MO. can turn off the lights and still function the craft. Yeah, right? So, yeah. are they displaying these lights for our benefit? Yeah. And then, generally, 
are genuinely are there other craft surrounding it which are just like cloaked or you know not visible to us because yeah, maybe maybe if we saw more lights that. than we did maybe it yeah. would have been a bit of panic stations here guys because we're being invaded do you know what i mean but well, one or two yeah. we're like oh what's that but it also could be uh, several different crafts that uh, can combine as one to make uh, to uh, I don't know do something or they need to do something because like it's not its usual mo you know what I mean this is another thing that's surprising about it usually it's uh, cloak and daggers and if you and the the same soon as you uh, as uh, a majority of them soon as you look at it and see it somehow it knows you've seen it. Somehow, I don't know what it is, but you can, because you or you'd have a perfect picture by now. You know what yeah. I mean? It's a case of that. How's it? No, you see it. So it's a massive question. Yeah, well, this me. is it. A few of the um, eyewitnesses had said that, like, it did feel like they were being watched. If you like, you know, like um, yeah, yeah. that they, they were there was something intelligent like one big eye behind you know it I mean? like saruman like yeah you know the like big saruman eye on the fucking spaceship going yes i'm watching you well yeah, yeah, the first sightings in phoenix now prescott valley it's about 65 miles away so 100 kilometers away from phoenix yeah, yeah. About 200 uh, mi- uh, two hour drive it's a, it's a distance yeah right mm. um when the lights appeared in phoenix um five separate um, lights appeared in an arc shape. Um, they were spotted by a couple of people. They started getting reports in. Um, yeah. Tim Lay and his wife, Bobby, and their son, Hal, and grandson, uh, Damien, all saw the lights. They first saw the lights when it arrived, um, when it were above Prescott Valley. But yeah. obviously, um, when it moved off towards um, Phoenix, you know, into the centre, yeah. like, yeah. you know, it was, getting, was it? We were getting mass um, calls in then. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Well, there was actually an incident at the actual airport called um, uh, Luke Air Force Base. Yeah, that's time right. That they, they nearly uh, hit a Cessna air, airplane at the time. And there was two aircraft, uh, light aircrafts flying around at that time. And actually, do you want to tell everyone who one of them was? Oh, who? Kurt Russell. Was it Kurt Russell? Yeah, Kurt oh, Russell. Was it, was one, see, and, Kurt Russell was a pilot, wasn't he? Yes. That's he, right, yeah. He went on the one show uh, in Britain and it was the first It was time funny that, actually, because I'm, I'm not him. sure if he if they kind of um, pre-arranged I think that. Yeah, yeah I right, think the because, because they were talking about a story. Now, they were talking mm. about the Phoenix Lights. I think it must have been one of the previous anniversaries. I think it was an yeah. anniversary, yeah. Now, about Kurt Russell ago. happened to be on the one show. I did see it, yeah, and he was yeah. saying, um, yeah. I, was I was flying surprised. a plane. I was flying a plane that day, like I yeah. saw it whilst flying. Records. And, yeah, and yeah, yeah it, legitimately, it. Kurt Russell was flying yeah. that night and he saw one yeah. of these he saw this ufo and he, to this day i mean uh, if you can find the interview on youtube watch it yeah. because yeah this is kurt russell man he's telling you firsthand i saw this i was a pilot flying a yeah. plane i saw the ufos i saw never the lights told anyone before, never told right? anyone before no. but yeah and that's everyone true was story. looking for the secondary pilot because the first one was the one who reported the near uh, air crash so then when the um, uh, the others got contacted and was basically, do you know what, can you see anything, blah, blah, this, that and the other. So when the, uh, the airport contacted 
Luke Air Force Base, they sent up um, free jets, free uh, F-15s. So the free F-15s went into Avalok. Um, the uh, UFO followed one of the jets and then ended up turning around and going off. Right, so there was uh, some sort of interaction. Speed, yeah. So there you go then. So, you know, there's, there's evidence to suggest it's definitely not flares. Because yeah. if, if they've had to send up F-16s or F-15s or whatever they've sent up, why? You've well, had... You had um, helicopters, police helicopters up, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Media helicopters up. You had yeah. F-15s, yeah, yeah. right? Um, government um, aircraft, right? All trying to identify this thing, yeah, right? Yeah. Why would you do that if... Why would the government send... Why would the military yeah, send in uh, planes if they there. know that it's, um, what, it's a warthog that's doing flare yeah. manoeuvres? It yeah. wouldn't, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, You'd keep them on the ground. Obviously, there's been oh, at this point. It's arrived in Phoenix. There's been so many um, witnesses. Witnesses so the far. Ten thousand witnesses up to then. Yeah, well, ten percent of Arizonans, yeah. um, people from Arizona, had seen this. So during the Phoenix event, uh, numerous still photographs, videos were made um, mm. showing a series of lights appearing um, in regular intervals and remaining illuminated for several moments and then going uh, out. Uh, these images are all over the internet. You can definitely find them. They've been documentaries on on all types of channels, like the Discovery Channel, the History Channel. Uh, there's a brilliant documentary on um, the Phoenix Lights yeah. uh, website, yeah. which I definitely recommend checking out, which is all eyewitness accounts, Right, so you know, it's all the people who who saw it firsthand back in nineteen and two thousand. Is it nineteen ninety seven? Like politicians, you've got so many different people who, um, who have come forward as well. The most frequent um, scene sequence shows um, an arc of lights that appear at once and then going out one by one. Yeah, you've seen that, haven't you? Where it's yeah. like sort of like an arc rather than a V. And yeah. it's it's almost like that's it. Do, 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 do. do you know if you get, if they had a bit of a speaker on, they'd probably get away with that. Um, yeah, yeah. But you know, it, they say it was so large in terms of like football pitches, and they'll say like I mean, reports went in to say that it was as long as or large as a mile or one point yeah. six kilometer uh, kilometers in this in this diameter, um, yeah. hovering over the city of Phoenix. Um, other small uh, sequences reported um, to be taken over half an hour period showing different numbers of lights in V formations, arrowheads, and then thousands of witnesses throughout Arizona reported silent, um, mile-wide V bombing, bomber-shaped and boomerang-shaped yeah. Um, yeah, craft. Totally. Um, and the various no, varying numbers well. and huge orbs. So, you know, I mean, yeah. this is the thing. It's like as soon as, like, people started seeing this, it was, like, reports coming in from everywhere. Yeah. It yeah. was, like, even, oh, yeah. even, but, but I think people were, like, nah, the aliens, are, it, it's like a scene out of Independence Day. Well, uh, funny enough, uh, Independence Day just coming out as well. Was it? Do you think uh, it could have just been, like, a big publicity stunt? No, to be honest, no, because I don't, no. Well, you want to take no. credit for that, wouldn't you? Well, yeah, I'd like to. I'd yeah, say, yeah, like, it was all for Independence Day. Go and watch the movie, guys. You thought that was amazing. You go and see this film. It's got Will Smith in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he did. Well, it's... it's well, there yeah, was a significant no, you, number of eyewitnesses, all of them yeah. reporting that there was a craft um, 
overhead. But not caught on radar. Very low. Yeah, but this is the thing, yeah, because going on back side, to... but not radar. Going back to um, that first encounter in 2004. 2004 yeah. I mean, no, sorry. Was it 2004? When no, did this happen? Nin- 1994. 1994. Yeah, yeah, right. So, yeah, going back to that encounter back in 1994, um, she, she, Lynn, she said she'd um, seen this and she called up the airport who said they didn't get anything on radar. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which was quite weird. Yeah. Oh, no. So they said they got stuff on radar. Yeah. Yeah. And they found more stuff than she'd seen. Yeah. So she they said that yes, she's seen yes. only two incidents where the radar had picked six. up six. Right. Yeah. So why could nobody pick up anything on radar this time around when there's more and more people are seeing it and it's definitely there? Yeah. Well, it's, it's uh, to me, it reminds me of uh, it reminds me of you you're trying to you're trying to sneak into somewhere and sneak back out. But mm. the sneakiness just is like because of this, it, it, you don't see it on radar, but you see it by visual, uh, by your own sight. You, uh, there's um, uh, like loads of people seeing it, but they're only seeing dark shape or uh, you know seeing through the ship. They can't actually see uh, individual, you know, like panels or anything like that. The lights are not normal lights. They're not like a, a, a you know spotlight or anything like. It's like the light was uh, in it but shined down differently. Yeah, there was a lot of people saying yeah. that this light was so, like, different. It was kind of, like, um, contained. It wasn't like... Yeah. Uh, it was... It it was... You know, when you see normal twinkling of, of street lights and city lights and stuff like that, they have kind of a bit of a... Um, a glare to them. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so, yeah. The, the, the the reports that kind of I seen, they were saying that these were more, um, not lights that not are, light came light. from yeah. Earth. They didn't seem earthly. It was something otherworldly. You know. Yeah. Um. Even all these UFO experts have kind of analysed all this stuff and the images, um, that have have come out. They've used mm. kind of software to determine whether they're legitimate and try and enhance them to get a better look or whatever. It's it's mad to think that with all this witnessing and all these people seeing the same thing that we didn't get some better. I well, mean, yeah. even though uh, so many images were taken, now mm-hmm. an independent video laboratory, um, I think they called um, Cognitech, um, did some bits and pieces trying to work out. Do you know the the video that was submitted? Do you know to the KSAZ TV claims? Yeah. Um, they enhanced it, um, but similarly, tests basically showed that the lights were um, in front of the mountain range and they were legit. Do you know what I mean? It was like you couldn't really determine anything yeah. other than that. Um, they, they did loads of image overlay stuff and, you know, they, couldn't, yeah. they basically said that the images were all, all the images they checked were were genuine. Real. They were all taken out of yeah. lights in the sky. So, you know... I- they had time for uh, another thing was uh, of them stopping in certain areas. It, that's kind of like if you were going to float across, you're not going to stop. Why are you stopping? There has to be a reason why the uh, the, the so-called craft had stopped in certain locations. Mm. Which I which I'd like to know where uh, roughly whereabouts them locations were, and if there'd be any. Um, anything significant about them little areas well i think like you know obviously nevada um 
is is a synonymous with UFO yeah. encounters and um in oh, terms in the of, sky was done there. Well, yeah, and the Roswell incident, uh, pl- plus many more. I mean, it's yeah. there's a lot of kind of um, areas around that site, that area of America, especially that's kind of like you know desert oh. land, or you yeah. know, it's got a bit of. Um, but then again, the, these are all places that have got really clear night skies. So, you know, there's not as much yeah. ambient light in some places that then you know, um, the the main cities. So people who were living outside, you know, outskirts of, you know, Nevada, Phoenix, uh, Tucson, these places. Obviously, but it's going to be pitch black for them. So when they do see these these lights in the sky, it's very, very obvious to them. Do you know what I mean? Um, After the... I mean, have you got any more to add to the main incident? Because, I mean... Um, we want to move into the theories, and then I've got a bit of a, another after um, the well, incident. I've got, uh, well, basically, af- um, after the incident, um, March 6, 1997, um, the city uh, councilwoman had asked um, the city uh, manager in um, in their chambers, um, is there going, going to be an investigation? Um she didn't get an answer, and from there on, she was basically uh, the door sh- been shut in the face by her and her So they colleagues. didn't want to talk about it, did they? Yeah. Really? They, yeah. they really didn't want to talk about it. So then um, June 18th, 1997, uh, US Today were the ones that broke the story for around the world. So And that was like two months afterwards, after the actual incident. It had taken that long. It's crazy, isn't it, that that many people kind of witnessed it? Um, I mean, I suppose. Yeah. I mean, when you when you hear this story, 000. I mean, it kind of makes you feel like that scene in Independence Day when everyone's on the rooftops and everyone's yeah. like, "Take me, beam me up, take me to yeah. your leader," and you know, just trying to um, make contact with it. Uh, I mean, shooting the guns off it into the. You know, I think I think yeah, yeah, probably yeah. a lot of that. Yeah, people yeah. fucking like. Ah, sure knows aliens who's boss. I shab my gun up here. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you know, and yeah, I think there was probably a lot of that, yeah. But the fact is, there was so many reports that it makes yeah. me think UFOs, the 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 real man. It's like if you can't get that from that, then I think it's the most documented um, invasion, if you like. Uh, yeah, it could be as for all we know, it could be a, a small like little task party dropping maybe. down. Maybe, yeah, maybe they know. were like um, they were here on a diplomatic thing. They didn't know they were um, the cloaking button was off. I don't know. Well, was, yeah, well, well it's true. Slightly, well, the, go on. Uh, I was just going to say, like the governor come out afterwards. Oh, uh, I saw. With, yeah, with um, yeah. yeah, go on. It's uh, 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 well, he dressed one of his colleagues up and said uh, he walked out and. Said he'd made co- contact. <laughs> yeah, here is here he is. We've caught him, and then this guy comes out in an alien like mask and all that, and then eventually like takes his. Uh, well, I suppose he had a sense of humour about it because I mean I was watching a load of um if you again if you look on YouTube you'll find the actual yeah, news it, yeah. the newscasts from those days so like on the thirteenth yeah. of uh, March the fourteenth of March and mm. then onwards. But um, they're really interesting because it's like, oh, what are these things from their perspective as it happens? So you know, well, it's true. Um, but 
Even he, he come out 10 years later and said, actually, he'd witnessed it. So he was taking the uh, pee out of himself as well as um, out of all the other people. And the people around there were, was not happy when he did it. Must admit, he uh, who, really who's wasn't this? happy. Why, what, what was this? Uh, the governor, when he turned round and brought this alien out and went, Oh, wow, yeah, but you've suspects. got to have a bit of a poke of fun at it. And at the end of the day, it's like, you know... If something was to happen like that in Manchester, then they'd be like exactly the same, man. But there'd be people on the streets there selling I saw an alien man t-shirts and stuff. Do you know? Well, so I don't blame him for, for kind of like yeah, having true, a bit of the, a, a laugh with the media about it. But but the people have been asking um, the office. Uh, the we want answers. We want him. answers. And then he it, comes yeah. out with taking the piss. And they weren't getting answers. And uh, 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 the governor, when he come back out uh, ten years later and said, "Actually, yes, I did see the uh, the craft come over me," um, he actually said uh, they asked him the question, "Did you actually uh, put an inquiry and have a look? Did your team have a look?" And he said, "Yeah, we did, but we were just blanks all the way. So he got nothing. He got nothing. He got basically, you deal with that situation. Nothing's happened there." So so even the go- the even the governor got um like yeah got sidelined sidelined yeah, 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 yeah. and no yeah. information ah oh, there you go and then so yeah. you see it's well, like even you don't want the people to know it, do they it, 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 it's the top in it it's only if you're at the top you get yeah, to know all this information top, yeah well um yeah. obviously the Phoenix Lights have been um one of the most um widely disputed sort of UFO encounters. Um, one report oh, came in disputed by the government. That's well, all, in terms of honest. like you know. What do? How do you? How, I suppose if you see it to believe it, don't you? And I think there's a oh, lot yeah. of people in Arizona who were adamant yeah. that what they saw was what they saw. So you know, yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, after the incident, once it had all calmed down, uh, a report came in from a young man um, in the Kingsman area who stopped his car at a payphone to report an incident. Uh, the young man basically said he was en route to Los Angeles. Um, when he yeah. when he had to call in a report of seeing a large and bizarre cluster of stars moving slowly off into the north sky. See, I've got a truck driver, truck driver who was uh, a witness who was driving uh, near the airbase. I'm not surprised you've got a truck driver, Taylor. I know. I I got a load of things. Don't know what's in the back though. Um, UFO. It's probably a load of <laughs> load of concrete looking like um, painted up to look like copper. Oh, you know my business so well. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. So this uh, driver Billy, he he was driving past the actual um, uh, airbase at the time, and he he had uh, expressly said that he'd seen two UFOs hovering over the airbase. There was uh, two F-16s sent off to chase uh, it, these. Uh, craft off. Wow, this lorry driver's in the know, isn't he? Oh, yeah. <laughs> How did he know there was F-16 sent out? He was like, I got on my CB and he was like, right, um, uh, break breaker, this is um, Derek, I'm on the I'm on the big rig. And he's like, yeah, um, what's up, Derek? It's like, we've got um, a, a UFO here. And he's like, right, we'll just send out a couple of f 15 Don't you worry about it, Derek. Over. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> is that what yeah, happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he, he must be, <laughs> he, he must know what uh, the crafts look like. Don't forget what you were saying, like the skies are, are, are mostly clear around there. So you could see... You, no, I guarantee he saw it. See. So what he's saying, he saw the, the planes coming out afterwards. 
like you're yeah, basically c- coming the, out the, af- the, to yeah, follow yeah. yeah to find out but what one went off and one stayed and hovered stayed there yet another witness that come through the day afterwards um an unknown um uh, air forceman uh, on the march the um 14th had come back and said he was there when they made the call um from um the airport that there was uh, nearly a crash and he had specified that he was one of the people who when the pilots got back he had helped the pilots out right okay and he'd said the pilot was shivering he absolutely was he he was scared to death and the pilot had said he'd never seen anything like it he doesn't know what the hell was going on and he just got to be back on the ground and from there on as well the base got locked down and funny enough the call happened at 8.32, which was nearer the first time that the uh, the first incident had happened, so, where the police officer had called. So, theories then, yeah. Theories. The main theories yes. do seem to be flares, right? Which I don't buy in the slightest. You can't yeah. get flares that travel 300 miles and do sharp banks to the right and then fly off into the sunset. It just doesn't work, yeah, right? Well, so, yeah. so, as and a theory, yeah... It's not, it's done hold up, right? Definitely doesn't hold up because three years after it, uh, they had a uh, test, they were testing it. Even the p- uh, people around the area were in, involved, uh, some of them, on seeing if they could make the same um, patterns again and see. And they couldn't do it. Three it's years too, of trying and they could not do it. Seriously, it was like those arrow headed, like, you know, like I say, some people were saying it looked like a set square in terms yeah. of how straight that that um edge uh, edge was you know the lights was an arrow pointing in a v shape yeah there's no way that this could have been a a formation that they could maintain for all that distance yeah now yeah reports were coming in saying that it was um the lights were going out and coming back on and you know So, over that space of time, they've gone on and off a couple of times. Yeah, Yeah. right? They've illuminated and de-illuminated themselves countless times, yeah, right? So, what flares do that? None that I exist. A lot of planes, in fact, all planes, all helicopters, all aircraft have warning lights and uh, blinking sort of... um, tail lights or some yeah. these didn't have this some yeah, kind of right? indication some sort yeah. of indication where the wing tips are mm. or anything yeah right some sort of hazard lighting right these didn't have anything like that yeah yeah so, so breaking aviation so, so exactly right military. so if it was a military operation or a military craft then straight away it's it's not adhering to current aviation laws and rules yeah yeah and regulations yeah so I can't see the military putting out a plane like that, yeah, or even testing a plane like that, yeah. That's no, yeah. basic shit that the yeah. uh, that any engineer, yeah, worth the salt would factor into the design, yeah. That's why you got the Salt Lakes and or them to you, you've got they've got Area Fifty One, Groom Lake, Broadly Hill. You've got enough room there to set like probably. 15 of these fuckers. But that's what I mean. It's like, but again, I mean, we've we talked about these um, massive ships being hidden on Earth or are they yeah. actually here already? Um, you know, I don't know. Were they just visiting? Were they, were they here and just kind of having a fly around, keeping, keeping the engine ticking over? Who knows? Do you know yeah. what I mean? 
Um, well, I think yeah. personally, there's more to say that it was something otherworldly than something we'd produced on Earth. Well, it's happened time and time again. This is the thing because it happened uh, seven years earlier in uh, Belgium, uh, which thousands of people had seen. And actually, it's the uh, 1990. Um, Best picture we've ever taken of a triangle um, uh, ship. Uh, it, it, so you had an incident now. And plus, you've got stuff like Alexander the Great. Uh, what uh, he's referenced that um, uh, uh, shields, like shields, would go across the land. Right. Okay. Like massive shields. Um, and there's a few stories around history about stuff like that over, you know, like soldiers and yeah. uh, and that. So I, uh, I, I do believe of... that this isn't something new, but I mean, again, yeah. it's like, um, you know, it, does it, it answer, does it answer the question? Well. Does it? I mean, like I say, in the, in this particular case, it, it, it's more. It's happened more than once. I think. Yeah. Um, will the uh, will we ever get the answers? Will it get revealed? Who knows? But I mean, it's something that I enjoy talking about. So you know, who who cares, man? <laughs> Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I just, I, 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 I just really, it shows actually how the uh, media and how the government and how um, uh, a lot of people took it when it first happened, and it was like, well, it wasn't being put worldwide. The uh, governor decides to take the piss, even though yeah. he's seen it. The military is saying. It's oh, not it's anything not to do and with then us, they but go then out say and throw it's flares up, yeah. And they're saying that there was nothing there at the time, and you've got like like fifty thousand people estimated seeing this, uh, and that's no that's no short amount of people. Yeah, you know what definitely. I mean? Well, well, if you saw it, if you were saw it as it happened, we'd love to hear from you. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you yeah. want to fucking send us an <laughs> my language, send us an email at neverstraightanswer at gmail um, um, we again, like, I'd just love to hear yeah, your to your um, about it. your yeah. opinions, your um, encounter specifically, and um, yeah. yeah. Well, like I say, it didn't happen very long ago, so I'm sure there'll oh. be people out there who do remember it vividly. If it was as kind of epic as as I kind of I, imagine it I to be, I remember it at the time. I'm, so. I proper remember it because I was, uh, I was I was proper into my research at that time, and it was like, right, oh, this is amazing. That's when we it's called such him a story. spooky, spooky Mulder. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right, well, Foxy. well, move, Foxy, <laughs> Foxy. <laughs> Moving on. Foxy. Well, we've got um, we, we've got the news coming up, um, but first of all, we we've got um, our featured podcast for the week, which is Geek Exploration, the podcast. Each week, yeah. join um, Ben and John, um, who pick from the Geek Exploration um, geeks geeksosphere, as they put it. For a deep dive like into what makes um, it so great. So I assume that they look into geek culture and stuff like that and then analyse it to shit. We've got a promo. Yeah, Check it out. Welcome to Geek Exploration, the podcast. I'm John Williams. And I'm Ben Robinson. Do you like time travel? Movies? Video games? Comics? Sci-fi? Cartoons? Or how about action figures? Well, so do we. Every episode, we pick a topic from the geekosphere and have a little chat about it. So if you've been waiting for a groundbreaking podcast that does all of this and more, you might have what it takes to be a Geek Explorer. Come join us every other Tuesday for a fresh installment of Geek Exploration, the podcast. You can find us at geeksplorationpodcast.com or any reputable podcatcher likely a few unreputable ones so yeah you can check out uh, ben and john uh weekly 
on Tuesdays. They uh, put out their episodes, so um, and they're available wherever you get your podcasts from. So moving on, we've got we've checked out the um, you know the old headlines and stuff like that, we haven't have. we? As usual, we have indeed. to bring you guys um, this week's news. And here we go. It's the news! Well, as usual, we've scoured the internet for a good old 20 minutes to find the craziest and uh, bizarrest news from Earth and beyond. Oh, yeah. Anything this week caught your eye, Mr. Taylor? Uh, caught my eye. I've I... seen some, some cracking headlines this week. Go for it. Well, firstly, right, um, you know Elon Musk? Oh, yeah. Oh, he's a great, great guy, and he's a super oh, chap. Yeah. It just makes me laugh every time I hear, um, I see an article about Elon Musk in the news. Um, this time, he's gone and changed his job title. All right. What's so, that say? Well, not just him. Um, his, um, I think it's his chief financial officer as well, uh, Zach Kirkhorn. They've both decided to change their um, job titles. Um, Elon will... So a statement that came out, and actually the paperwork from um, Tesla. Um, yeah. So his job won't change, yeah, but his job title will. So from Ooh. the 15th of March, that's today, Elon yeah. Musk will therefore be known as the Techno King of Tesla. <laughs> Techno King. The Techno King of Tesla. And Zach Kirkhorn, his chief financial officer, will be forever known as the master of coin. I like it. It does sound I like, like um, Elon's trying to get... He sounds like he works on the waltzers, and he's like, yeah, yeah. man, come and get on the, the, the electric waltzers. Louder you scream, the faster you ride. I'm the king <laughs> yeah. of techno. Techno, techno, Tesla, Tesla, Tesla. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? He's oh, like, no. I can't believe it. It's like, I think he's brilliant, but, you know, yeah. so the techno oh. king of... of you know what his next car is going to be called? Uh, go on. The Boogaloo. The electric Boogaloo. Yeah. Ah, yes. that, I think that's his neck, a good move for, for him in terms of Tesla automobiles. If you call Tesla, I, I, I'll, I'll let you put call your car the Boogaloo. Yeah, right. If I can have a, a if I have a free electric Boogaloo. How about yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah. Make it too. The electric Boogaloo. From no, Tesla. You always like a spare, don't you? What? You Com- always like comes, a spare. comes with free disco f- CD. <laughs> yeah, and you can go and collect it in space. <laughs> <laughs> only available in space. Yeah. What do you think of it's that? Right next to what do you think of the name change? Yeah, do you think I should do that? Uh, what should I be? Yeah, co- what, the, would the, you say, what would you put yourself the as? Podcast the Podcast King. The Podcast King. The Podcast... I don't know. I what need was, to be, be a bit more... bit more like... A bit the, more, a bit more flamboyant. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think yeah, the techno, more, yeah. the techno king of Tesla, um, is is pretty apt, appropriate for for Elon. Um, I wonder how high he was when he came up. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, TKT as well. TKT. Yeah, right. TK. I just like wanted to be called. I've always wanted to be called TK. I ask kids in the playground, it's never stuck. But now I'm rich, <laughs> so yeah, you know I can I can change my name to what I want. Anything, anything else? Um, yeah, moving on. I just thought that was quite funny. Why would yeah, you do oh, it? Yeah, but yeah, 
Oh, I've got a funny the one. The king for of you. coin or the master of coin, or it's quite appropriate as financial advisor. Go on, what are you talking it about? Is. Well, uh, some lady, she needed a, a photo taken in California. Right. Um, Why'd she need a photo taken? What for? She needed it for a driving license. It's going to say headshot. Oh, it's going for a driving license photo, yeah. So you need a headshot, yeah. So she's had the uh, first photo taken and she's done it with a mask because she's trying to be safe. You know what I mean? So they've uh, contacted her and said, like, can you give us another one without the face mask? So it's like, (laughs) yeah, I can't believe she put a face mask on. Well, in this day and age, I don't know. You it's know just I mean? second nature now, isn't it? You don't exactly. even notice. It's like, oh, shit, fuck, I totally forgot I was wearing it. Yeah, yeah. So she went, um, okay then. So she did one without uh, out it. Then uh, the, uh, she gets her photo ID back uh, from Orange County. And it turns out it's the first photo. So she has so now, she's now got uh, authorised driving license. Driving license with a face mask on. Seriously, she can't yeah. get away with that. As soon as some p- copper pulls her up, they're going to tell her to go and change it. Yeah, she's probably going to have to go back and uh, successfully uh, change it again. But <laughs> but for the moment, just... I just keep it. Just can I keep it though? I'd say can I keep yeah, I'd it? I'd definitely keep it and use it for the copper first, and then it's like, oh, ah, right, there's there my real one. <laughs> but nothing's different apart from it. you just want to see my face. Okay, there it's you go. funny though because at the moment, if she did get pulled over, that's what she'd look like. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? That, so the, he'd probably look at the photo it. and go, yeah, that's you. Yeah, but I can tell by the sparkle in your him, eyes. Then she's got a counterfeit um, ID, so she could probably be sent to jail anyway. Oh, she needs to give it up then. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Don't get yourself in yeah. trouble, love. No, no. I found not. this I found this story. Do you know, you're into all this, like, you know, trading, commodities, doing the old... Um, Oh, yeah, yeah. Trade one, two, one, two, and all that Ooh, stuff, yeah. right? Well, this commodity trader, right? Yeah. Um, He struck a deal last summer to buy $36 million worth of copper from a Turkish supplier, right? Right, nice. But when the cargo crates arrived in, Ch- in China, yeah, they found yeah. to contain painted rocks. So they were even... No, no, they, wasn't, they weren't copper. It was just rocks. like concrete slabs that had been painted to look like copper. That's yeah, right. Cheek. So um, they, they basically, um, they've obviously complained about it. And then they're trying to say that they, it, they what they sent was copper and it must have been swapped on transit, right? So it's turned yep. into a whole big thing, like a big mystery of who's who, who where this copper's gone. What was yeah. it shipped like that? Wasn't it? You know what I mean. Thirty-six millions—a yeah, lot yeah. of money to invest and to lose. So yeah. you know, oh, I yeah. think um, an investigation is going ahead. But that's some piracy, that. Um, Copper—it uh, it was basically three hundred containers were switched. Um, three hundred containers. Um, that's yeah, a UFO, that. Yeah, and it was switched with paving stones spray painted to resemble um, a similar refined metal. How the hell can this? No, there, no, there's something. Yeah, there's something bloody dodgy there. How can they switch? And plus, if the cargoes, obviously, there's they've got a shipping uh, cargo. Well, no, this is the problem, isn't it? Because it does highlight off. commodity traders' vulnerabilities. Because obviously, if you know, it's all great doing yeah. this kind of wheeling dealing, but if it gets kind of sniped in transit. Do you know that's true then, that's true and if they were if they were what he was going to Hong Kong did you say what 
Yeah, no, the, well, it was going to, it, it basically going from Turkey um, and it arrived in China unchecked. And that's yeah. when they made the discovery. I'm not sure if right, that was okay. the original, the, the intended destination. Um, yeah. Basically, the that's Turkish mad. police have took 13 people into custody um, related to the, the copper the scheme. Theft. Yeah, right. Yeah. I'm not sure if they're guilty or, but they're apparently they're maintaining that it was copper that they sent and it was nothing to do with them. They're legit. Yeah. Yeah. But we'll have to see how it um, unfolds. Um, yeah, it doesn't but, sound right, does it? Yeah, no, nah, there's definitely something going on there. What do you reckon? Yeah, someone switched it in between, unless it was them at the beginning. It, well, they, they well, they're looking into it, whether it's some sort of fraud labels. or whether it was done at the cargo stage or if, you know, they need well, to determine They need to determine who's responsible. Yeah, they're numbered, but yeah. if somebody's broke in whilst, like, you know... Yeah, but you're not going to do it individual ones. Take individual ones, empty it, and put some... Oh, it's a lot of work, instead. that, isn't it, So it'll have to be the whole container that That's what got. I think it was probably from the source. And they've probably thought yeah, we'll try and like uh, because we can say that it was happened in transit. It's nothing to do with us. Do you know what I mean? It's a bit of a get out, isn't it? Well, yeah. I think uh, they've arrested the. They've definitely that, arrested yeah. the right people, in my opinion. Sort of thing. So we'll Might see. Have been an insurance job, maybe. But yeah, anything else? Anything else you found? Um, yeah, um, that a UFO over New Jersey Sunday oh, morning read about this. turned out to be. What was mm. it? It turned out to be SpaceX's um, ah, right. Falcon 9. Right. It's 6 a.m. in the morning. What it, was it? it so, so was it like the the tail end of it or something? Yeah, it was like? back, basically the back end of it. There's videos out there uh, from News 12. Um, Talking about that, and, side, I think, actually. Um, did you see the video of the meteorite that went over the UK last week? Yeah, it, it was, was a couple really of them, big. It? Yeah. Yeah, it kind of reminded me, not as bad as the one that um, in Russia, where it lights up the whole area, but yeah. there was a lot of video from different, like I say, from like the Phoenix Lights, there was a lot of people who got video of it from different yeah. angles and directions, so it's really cool, but that New Jersey one, it didn't, it wasn't a UFO, it was, no. um, it was, it was the, um, it the was Techno the King. It was the 9 taking off. It was uh, the Techno King's work. Doors. Bloody hell. Tesla, Tesla. Sorry. Oh yeah. Go on. Head banging. Right. So so uh, what so, so again yeah, oh, was, shame uh, it wasn't aliens after all. Yeah, well they thought it could have been a meteorite or Yeah, a well I, I actually so. thought it might have been a meteorite, but now you've said that, it, that makes sense. I gotta admit, when I first seen the pictures, uh, I thought it was Falcon Nine. I'll be honest, I thought it looks more like a craft than it we've does. Got a bit more. Uh, like a meteor. I've got a bit more news on Elon in a bit um, with SpaceX yeah. and Starlink and stuff like that. But we'll save that till NASA news. Um, I yeah. found this story that you might find interesting. It's a bit Skynet, bit okay, okay. It's a bit Skynet, bit robotic rise of the machines, um, ah. and it's got a five G twist. Oh. Definitely give it me. Right, okay. So this is um, 5G-powered robots. <sighs> right, right. Fi- right, right. There's more to it, right? 5G-powered yeah. robots. This is a 5G robotic arm, yeah, that just is just given the world's first remote tattoo <gasps> in real time, yeah? So what? Yeah, seriously. So this is... so, But, like, this is a really kind of groundbreaking <laughs> thing, right? Because um, imagine... You've got a surgeon, like, 
who's well, a yeah, speci- would you want a surgeon? It depends in, if it's if it's if the technology's getting that good. Doing your eye where you are now, and he's in Bangladesh, and he goes, "Hold on a minute, yeah." What if your uh, connection breaks down? Well, it's 5G, so you should hope that it's going to be... You uh, should hope, yeah. You had 4 crazy good, and you should hope you didn't break Well, down if your internet thing. goes down, you're pretty much fucked, aren't you? But well, at the end of the day, yeah, right. No, you, I do agree with that, yeah. That is a thing, yeah. But this new tattoo, yeah, right, this new this system has been able to remotely deliver a tattoo in real time where the artist's on one side of the world, the, the person receiving it's on the other, right? Um, technical. Now, like you, you were saying earlier about kind of like if, if you've surgeons in Bangladesh, now yeah. they could be the only surgeon who could help you, but like that treatment is going to be impossible because you can't get to that country or it's going to cost you a fortune. And, it's, you know, you see it all the way. time, don't you? Raising money so they can take fucking the, the yeah. patient to another country to have life-saving surgery. Now, in one way, do you not right think this is, a, is is groundbreaking in the sense that it opens that up? Well, I hope. In, well, in, now, in, in one way, I'm looking at it in a positive light uh, of like you don't have to travel, so that means you don't have to use fuel, you don't have to fly, you don't have to do as lot more. You can do it from your home. But in another way, it's. Do you trust the technology that much? Yeah, that well, you put your life in its hands, even though we are doing that today. Well, at the end of well, the day, I mean, it's not really in the hand. I mean, it's a human in with technology in their hands delivering. Well, if someone hasn't been cleaning no, it on the other could, side, or someone <laughs> you, like, listen, listen, right? Okay. So, what would you consider um, a scalpel to be? In my opinion, that's a surgeon's tool, right? Yeah. Yeah. It, it's the surgeon using the tool that delivers the performance and the steady hand and the yeah. um, eye coordination yeah. and the years of schooling to yeah, be able yeah. to perform that operation, right? Yeah. Now, replace the scalpel with this 5G device that is able to make me, a surgeon, perform this task remotely. Isn't that exactly the same thing? You're, just, you're putting the same skilled surgeon... Um, just giving him a new apparatus to use. No, because like, there's a lot of room for technical error. I do believe that, yeah. But I mean, it's the start of things. I do think, and yeah, you know, don't get like, me wrong. and I it think it is a very big leap. And in terms yeah. of the implications to, like, you know, medicine massive and stuff, it's definitely massive. So you know, it, I mean, yeah, tattoos <laughs> is one thing. Yeah, but, tattoos. I suppose. Yeah, not too bad. But then again, like I said, is it is it on its technical form now, or are we waiting like ten years for it to be on its? It can do technical drawings because they only do lines now, or well, something. No, or, full tattoos. Yeah, you can do full. Uh, an artist yeah, sits there right. on one side, and what he draws is translated yeah. over the internet. And um, the project was pretty impressive um, on various technical points. T-Mobile yeah. in the Netherlands um, were looking into you know promote looking at it to promote their 5G network speed, reliability, yeah. and low latency. So, um, with robotic fans, it's pretty cool because obviously robotics engineers can re- work remotely as well. So it's quite um, it opens yeah. the doors in a lot of different areas. I think. Yeah, and and I suppose it could be used for a lot of other stuff instead of just just surgery you could do possibly a lot of other kind of uh work with it like let's say drilling 
Yeah, so the, the machine in there the tattoo to drill, you're behind it. Um, was needled into the skin um, by a robotic arm being controlled by a tattoo artist, Wes Thomas, in a totally different location. Um, she, the woman who got the tattoo, obviously took a lot of guts, you know, oh, to sit yeah. there and and receive that one-off kind of tattoo. Do you know, so yeah, good on and her. That's another thing: the senses within your fingers, the touch, the the uh, you know the um, uh, the way uh, the way that yeah, uh, of course, the it's, so it's the, the pressure, all well. the yeah. now. I think what it is is because the tattoo artist he's kind of using a, a pen, sort of, so yeah. it, it takes all of his pressures and um, everything like that into account, and then it digitizes that information and relays it on the other side. I think so, a little bit more work cool. on it. I'd, 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 I'd accept it, but you know, as it stands, yeah, I'll accept it. Yeah, at the moment, I wouldn't get one yeah. of them toes. You no, go fuck no, up. it's still like you know <laughs> the first three D printer. Well, all right, all right then. Well, you'll job, love this story then, right? Yeah. All right, you'll love this story, right? So as, as soon as I saw this story, I thought this is a tale of story. This. So oh, Russia, Russian lawmakers you know me well. <laughs> have approved a new bill, yeah, allowing accidental corruption. Accidental corruption. Accidental corruption. Accidental corruption. It's it's legit now. You well, can corrupt if you're you say accidental if you do it by accident. That's yeah. like a guy turning around to his wife and go, "Whoops! I, I accidentally slipped and fell inside." I fell in. I fell on a woman today, love. What can I say? Sorry. It well, it was an accident. Um, Russian uh, Parliament have basically put approved the first reading of a bill allowing accidental corruption, according to the bill. Um, officers, uh, judges. Uh, military personnel and other individuals cannot be held responsible for corruption, corrupt actions when they're caused. That is so cool. Listen, so when they're not co- when they're not in control of the uh, circumstances in which such actions took place, right? So in their job. Well, so basically, they're saying, um, in any time there's a, a a massive sort of like incident, so like an earthquake, a flood, a hurricane, fires, pandemics. Um, strikes, military yeah. conflicts, or terrorist acts, they're allowed to do corrupt stuff, yeah, and yeah. say, ah, it wasn't my fault, um, there was a pandemic going on, <laughs> right? That's um, bullshit. It, it does seem a bit fucking, a uh, bit of a strange one, doesn't it? Well, under this bill, every um, corrupt case would be um, investigated by a special commission to decide if a corrupt act was um, accidental or uncontrolled. You mean the corrupt uh, yeah, they're going to say, yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, basically. So, they mate, get, so, they, so they'll send it to a special a committee of corrupt bastards who will yeah. then decide whether it was actually accidental corruptness or uncontrollable circumstances. Well, I hope their people are hearing uh, this because if it's gone, if it's the first paper, it's gone through the first part. They've already passed the first bit. Yeah, yeah, they've passed. So, the, it's passed. Passed the reading. Yeah. So <clears throat> yeah, I'd, I'd like. I actually want to see who's going. I want. I wonder who they're going to appoint as the corrupt Kate, the corrupt councillors. Putin's up for uh, retirement He's soon. I suppose. Head of the, he head of the job. There. Yeah, I will be your corrupt yeah. man. Don't you yeah, worry. I'll be your corrupt council. Yeah, you did it. Yeah, well, soccer corrupt. Well, we've got we've got um, today uh, in Parliament uh, 
Boris has gone in to ask for another six months up until September to have a lockdown. Oh, more lockdown. Well, we'll see. We'll, yeah. we'll probably get but that, that could news be tomorrow, just won't in we? Case. Yeah, that'd be just in case, you know what I mean? But I, I think it's gone through. Honestly... Uh, I'd rather them do it. I'd rather. I mean, I know it's just is, in case. Yeah. yeah, I think everyone's settled in a bit now. Um, but I mean, it's still shit, and I'd yeah. rather be doing real life stuff. But like, it's but to the point now where if it means that we don't have to do it again and everything's cool oh, yeah. by Christmas, I'm yeah. I'm an happy camper. Do you know what I mean? Well, and I think no a lot of people would again. be. Um, I think the um rate of uh, people getting their vaccines is going really quite steadily i mean i wasn't expect well i wasn't expecting that i would be anywhere on that list yeah right in terms of like my age group or anything like that but lo and behold what do i get the other morning a text message saying that um to make my appointment for my vaccine so you know yeah it it means that that says to me that um they're they're getting through it do you know so you know fingers crossed Yeah, so, well, so I read this because it was well. something to do mm-hmm. with blood clots. Yeah, yeah because but, they're scared. I think France has stopped it as well. Now, now again, um, in the American news, they're saying that the those blood clots aren't related. Yeah, so we, we're saying the same thing. Right, so, exactly so it could thing. just be like um, individuals with medical conditions that... Um, that yeah, this is that, possibly uh, what's Unfortunately, going on, it's, it's kind people. of highlighted it when they've... Uh, I don't know if they've kind of um, caught something or that that little well, bit it all comes down to the 33 people who had their problems but then uh two had died but um it's still like it's uh, i think they they've stuck they stopped it to check it out beforehand which is fair enough and then the other countries have like kind of followed it because they don't want to be the country that turns around and goes add the vaccine add the vaccine and then all of a sudden there's something wrong with the vaccine you know what i mean because yeah, don't, totally. don't forget, we're all still in this trial period of what's going to happen. Uh, is it going to work? Will we have to have another dose? Is the first dose the best dose? Is, you know what I mean? We've still got. Oh yeah, because I was um, reading that he was saying like, um, even though you get the first two doses and you you technically um, vaccinated, that you might yeah. it, it might be like the flu where you have to go every year and get a, a vaccination like a flu jab. Well, Do you know what I mean? Everyone thing. asked that they put adverts on yearly seasonally for um flu jab so oh, yeah. why would you not think that they do the same for covid i should imagine but do you know it's this winter year, guys go and get your a single flu um uh case a single i'm flu pretty case. sure he probably has been Apparently a single one statistic, a single no single case of uh, normal flu has uh, 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 been reported well, because everyone's fucking, as soon as they get COVID, any symptoms, COVID, yeah. it's COVID, isn't it? It's yeah. like, you can't, oh, it's got the flu. And they're probably treated the same because... Uh, yeah, because it's, it's a, a, a respiratory it, condition. The COVID's in yeah. the normal flu anyway, so... Well, there you go. So, um, yes. anything else you've got to speak about this week? Anything touched your, um, in, touched you in a way that you, you needed to just get it out? Uh, to be honest, no, not really. I did see uh, one. I thought this was really interesting, and it's right up my street. This because um, I love a bit of kind of excavation and hidden treasures. I love that. Oh, do you know what? Yeah. Um, you know, it was actually pretty funny. Do you know? Um, one division's been talking about um, like you know doing the sitcom things. He's brought up Malcolm in the Middle. 
quite a lot. Everyone's talking Malcolm in the middle at the moment. Yeah. And I, I, it's funny, actually, because I was watching it a couple of months back, weren't I, before WandaVision even came out. That is and true. I said to you, oh, I'm just smashing Malcolm in you the middle. Smashing yeah. it all. So good, yeah. But one of my favourite episodes is is the episode where they find um, a, a bunker in the back garden, they lock Hal in. Yeah, like, oh, right. and okay. they find a, a nuclear bomb shelter, right? And yeah. it's set up to, for the 60s. It's got a picture of JFK on the wall and all the rest of it, like, you know. From, all right. And um, it always, made, I love that sort of stuff. Do you know, people moving into properties and they find a hidden room or a hidden oh, pathway or a yeah. hidden something, yeah. Now, this story um, made me think, oh, it's great, this, because... Um, this is uh, somebody who's found basically um, a mystery secret tunnel um, oh. unused for absolute centuries and it's been discovered in someone's back garden. Yeah. Oh, shit. Nice. So um, it started as a mission to remove some wooden pa- wooden pole and lay some cable in and ended up yeah. revealing a centuries-old mystery, a secret tunnel that dates back at least to the 12th century and has never been marked on any map at least as up to the 1700s when um, obviously the people started doing um, ordnance surveys and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. It's on none of them. Um, oh. They've had to call in the historical um, society to check it all out. Yeah, and it's basically just really kind of cool stone tunnel. Yeah. That's meant um, find, Finding it in your garden though, that's crazy, yeah. isn't it? I mean, like it's you got... Find um, any treasure with it. It's about four foot high. Yeah. About a passageway. Well, this is why I want to know what was at the end. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There's a yeah. passageway, but where's the passageway going? Do you know what I mean? Dun, so it was dun, like, dun. Um, before the work began, they basically did all the usual checks and showing up nothing. Um, they checked the records, obviously, for ordnance surveys to make sure that they weren't doing anything in anywhere that they shouldn't. Yeah. Um, nothing was there. Do you know what I mean? So they start yeah. to excavate um, and then the dig team... Up, excavated something that they thought was a bit strange so they checked into yeah. it and thought it might have actually been a cave system okay so after a bit of digging they had to stop because they were they thought they were going to disturb something here and they decided to call in like say the historical society um that from the historical culture and heritage service and they've started doing excavations apparently um archaeologists have been in and uh, they want to do in-depth examinations of the of the area yeah looking at it apparently these um like the area like say it's never appeared on ordnance survey maps and it could date prior to 1700s but um no one in the area um living there or any of the local authorities have ever known about it so who knows apparently it's these links to kind of ruins in the area and even like an old, um, so like ironworks and forge there. So they don't know if it's connected to that or. But it's interesting to. Uh, I want to know the history of this now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And why yeah, it was yeah, used? Yeah. Why it was covered up? What was it for? You know. Yeah. No one puts working for. Or... No one puts working like that for no reason. That's the. This no, is what yeah. I always say about Oak Island, which is really fascinating. And he's coming yeah. to the end of the season soon, so uh, we'll be writing probably a blog about that at some point. Yes. Um, yes. But yeah. I haven't seen any more of it. Wouldn't you just find, love to find something like that in your back garden? Yeah. Oh, yeah, mint. I wouldn't be stopping there. I'd be going to the other end and finding out what, hey, what's what's at the other end. 
I'm not telling anyone. It's the till thing, I find isn't out. it? This is the thing because it's like if you stop, then I mean, obviously, you don't want it to collapse on you, but you obviously don't no. want it to um, be destroyed. Yeah, or be mm. put into a category where you're not allowed to disturb it. Yeah, because yeah. X, Y, Z. So it's like might if, not even be able if, to sell the house. Say again. if you were to discover it. Yeah, mm. would you would you just dig it out as best you could to try and uh, try and understand what it was before you called the authorities? Yeah, yeah. If I could get in there, I'd have yeah, I'd have a little nosy, see what how far I could go, and it, uh, as far as I can go, and then like you know uh, maybe have a little dig around it to see if there's any other like little clues. You know, oh, I'd get, me, I'd get a metal detector it. out on it. Definitely, yeah, you'd have to, yeah. wouldn't you? Really. But I definitely want to see what would it be, what was at the end, unless it was collapsed, which I'm thinking. Well, hopefully possibly. they'll be um, getting the um, archaeology and an archaeological team in to investigate yeah. it further, and hopefully we'll have a bit more um, input into this yeah, um, yeah, yeah. coming episode. Yeah. As soon as I find out more, I shall let you know. Yes, well, indeed. Oh well, well, bless my soul. Have you got any more news? Uh, that just scared me that because where I've got your video feed coming in, yeah, right. Mm. It was over. So I opened a page and there was a video behind it, and this head just appeared at the side of your <laughs> head. And I was like, "Where the hell? Whoa. Who's in that room with you there?" I thought some guy <laughs> went in to give you a kiss. Have I got a ghost? You got a ghost? Uh, sorry, got a ghost in there. sorry I'm about that, haunted. people at home. Um, what Look do you guys that. reckon as well? What do you reckon's at the end of the tunnel? Give us your uh, give us yeah. your answers. Did Let you us know what you think at the end of yeah. that tunnel. And if you found a tunnel in your back garden, what would you do? The Holy Grail. Oh, of course. The Holy Grail at the end of found it. Found the yeah, Ark of the Covenant in my back garden whilst digging that's for it. pot, pot digging, pot, digging fucking potatoes. Yeah, hell yeah, that's it. Yeah, imagine, imagine if you did do that. If you, not the No, but imagine the Holy Grail was found. It'd probably be in such a manner that it'd be like the most you, boring circumstances going. You're running your potatoes this, and then all of a sudden. This oh, is Colin. This? Colin is a, 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 a gardener from Cumbria. Yeah. Whilst digging and potatoes. He's the king of the world. He happened to discover the Ark of the Covenant and the Holy Grail. <laughs> it would be like. Yeah. Close your eyes, boys and girls. And then they'll be like, he will be the most like boring guy as well. And they'll be like, um, yeah. how did you find it? It was like, well, let's dig your potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, can you yeah. elaborate on that? It was like, it's a potato. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> right. Um, we've got some NASA news. Um, yes. Obviously, it's been um, Elon Musk or the, the techno king. Yes, he's yes. been launching. Right he's, he's launched another sixty Starlink satellites into orbit around Earth, yeah. um, with the aim of Starlink project being like kind of a global internet for people who can't get internet in remote areas as well as everywhere else. I mean, I've seen some videos on it. It's pretty cool. Uh, you only need and a little like a little satellite receiver, yeah, and a yeah. modem. Have you ever heard of? Uh, oh, I can't know what the project's called though. Where in the forties um, they tried to do an internet, you know, around the world, an, ele- uh, an electric current together. So they threw out like uh, millions upon millions of copper, millions. Of <laughs> it wasn't bought from this guy, was around, it? Around the world, I think it worked out to be five hundred million pieces, small pieces of copper, to float all around uh, the globe. 
right and to try and still con- got it to, this to get day. the conduction what is it yes. still there floating around there is still a lot more a lot there there is quite a bit that's gone because uh, what they've uh, worked it out to be is uh, that it worked for a number of hours and then it it, it wouldn't work as as well so it, obviously it's dissipating and it's you know it's going into the cosmos yeah so uh, but what they found lately is there's still um, uh, parts of the materials still in our atmosphere at the moment. No, it doesn't. It doesn't surprise me. I often wonder about like space junk, yeah, yeah. like and yeah. Um, stuff that we've sent up that's just literally floating around now. You know, I don't mean to be fucking what's it, but like you know, we sent a couple of chimps we're up. Bunch of cunts, aren't we? Really? They, didn't they send a couple of chimps up? Yeah, yeah. So they're sent... still floating around. You've got a couple of yeah. Russian cosmonauts at least yes. floating yeah. around. You got yeah. you've got loads of crap, loads of fucking, and I won't mind because half of this stuff um, is built using precious metals. Yeah, right. Yeah, so yeah. you're ejecting gold, platinum, and silver and stuff into space. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. We could we deal could with do that, that, yeah. that right now. Right. Yeah, yeah. So there must be some sort of um, you know goal in the future to try and clean up the the, oh, yeah, the yeah, space, yeah. clean up space, right? Program. Because like, going back to Elon here, the goal of Starlink is to obviously provide super-fast global internet coverage, yeah, with very yeah. low latency and even um, to rural and remote areas that are normally yeah. get no internet, right? So, in order to do this, the company's planning to deploy tens of thousands of these yeah. mass-produced uh, broadcast satellites into low-Earth orbit, yeah? Now, that's a lot of crap, yeah, there's that a lot is, of space junk. Now they're doing the lower, and that's where <laughs> our general satellites are. And uh, the only reason, and this is the only reason why they're going to go up there and clean it up, is because they're destroying their own satellites. And that is the only reason yeah. why they put their money into it. Well, the it. reason why, like you're saying there, we, we've done the upper Earth atmosphere, but like yeah. the upper altitudes, but like traditionally, like you say, internet satellites struggle to provide yeah. that coverage because they're in yeah. high um, geostationary orbits. So and imagine, and especially now, around twenty-two thousand miles bulbs. above Earth, but you know, yeah. obviously, that's high latency. I mean, the latency is high, so yeah. obviously, yeah. if they need it lower, yeah. So this exactly. Starlink satellites are actually about sixty times closer to the, to Earth than regular satellites. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, um, yeah. as a result, regular satellites are about two hundred and fifty miles up. Yeah, well, two hundred. They're actually two twenty-two thousand miles. Yeah. Above Earth, whereas this is sixty times lower, so they're in a low Earth orbit, and it, they say that because of that, it means that they get super high latency, uh, super low latency. Yeah, and they need more of them as well because they need to spread it out more. I know that way. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That more of them, if, twelve thousand satellites. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Have a been planned. Went in one go and, and well, have already went. been twelve thousand. Have already been deployed, right? And another yeah. thirty thousand more. Uh, the company um, Intel um, will can um, will basically put out of about one thousand four hundred forty satellites too. Yeah. So yeah, that's a lot of satellites, man. It was like we're gonna have to just like carve junk, our way through all this junk if we ever get out. So well, I think. The, do you know what you're saying about that? That's three hundred and forty miles up. Say again. Three hundred and forty miles up in altitude. Yeah. Yeah. Rather than the 22,000, which is about 60 times lower. 22,000 miles? No, 22,000 miles is where a traditional satellite sits. 
Yeah, no, these... Uh, 2,500 miles is where the moon is. It's 22... It, look, traditional Earth satellites are very um, high geostationary orbits around 22,000 miles above the Earth's equator, which means latency's high, yeah, right? Yeah. So where, where's the moon? How far's the moon away? The moon's 250,000 uh, 250, miles away from us. Right, so this is only 22,000 miles away, not 222,000 miles away. Okay. I don't know where uh, the, I don't I'll know where the moon is. I'll have a look on the Hang on, I'm gonna later. I'll ask look, moon distance from Earth. Just just so we get our facts right here. Yeah. So yes, you're right. So the average yeah. um, distance between the Earth and the mo- m- moon um is three hundred and eighty five thousand mile um three point six kilometers, which is two hundred and thirty nine point two um, no, two million and thirty-nine, um, twenty-two thousand and three miles. I think. Right. Yeah, three hundred, two hundred and thirty-nine thousand two hundred and twenty-eight point three miles. Yeah, depending uh, that's on how depending far on away where the so yeah, so out the, yeah. where satellites are are in our high orbit of twenty-two thousand yeah. miles. That makes sense. Yes. There we go. We'll get there in yeah. the end. Any NASA yeah. news you've got for us this week? Um, oh, yes. They've, um, last year, they found a rock. Not just an ordinary rock, though. But this rock is uh, 4.6 billion years old meteorite. Yeah, is this which, the oldest meteorite, uh, me- oldest rock ever? Yeah. Because this, uh, which they found in Saudi Saudi Arabia desert in 2020, is 2 million years after the form of the solar system. Right, okay, so, like, well... but it's... I say it's the oldest rock ever, because we're here and we're sat on Earth, aren't we? So there's nothing older than what we know. But they believe uh, the solar system was uh, born, and our planet was born uh, 4.8 billion years ago. So, you've got to put in... uh, So this rock's older than that? This is estimated uh, 2 million years after that. When things started, so nearer the beginning of when things started cooling down. Ah, right, okay. So, so yeah, so this is, ah, right, that makes sense. So this is a kind of a remnant of all the crap yes. that was left over, do you know, yeah, after yeah. everything formed and, and but of that ge- period. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Yeah, and the stuff within it is like, we've never seen uh, 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 the stuff within it before. Not like it's not unknown, but it's never been formed in that kind of way. We've never found anything on the planet that's like like it, oh, basically. Cool. It's a new kind of like rock. Uh, and they estimate to could find that, a could lot that of mean information. Any out sort of new elements then? Possibly, yeah. Well, they've, don't forget they've only just checked on the outer side, really. I don't think they've gone because in Because as well, in it's deep. like elements form through conditions, I suppose, yeah. in terms of like um, in geology and, um, you know, yeah. all these... Any way they find a new element, it's usually through the the way it was um, produced or formed, if you like. Yeah. So the yeah, different yeah. pressures it was under or the different yeah. stresses and heats... Yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah. 
you'd think that if this has been floating out in all types of different fucking environments, then it could have been exactly. through a, been through a, um, a process that we couldn't replicate here on Earth. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, do you know what I mean? So it's, yeah, that could be that could hold quite a lot of um, a lot of potential potential um, that for to tell us about our early Earth. Oh, who cuts like, it open? Well, yeah. Cuts it open in a little, yeah, little, well, little alien pot side. Oh, yeah. Slice by slice. Maybe. Thin it out and then yeah, check it yeah. bit by a bit. Yeah, do a bit of um, dissecting on it. Excellent. Yeah. That's really yeah. cool. Anything else? Um, I have. I have. Um, oh, the, talking about the moon. Uh, the moon, since the 90s, we've known that the moon's got a tail. A tail? And we go through the moon's tail. What? Yeah, you know, like a comet. Yeah. You know, like a comet going through the sky where it has a tail behind it, doesn't it? Well, yeah, well, because that's because it's moving. Does. The moon, yeah, but the moon goes around us. And we hit, and it and it hits us every two to, uh, once to three times a month. Ah, right, okay. So, so we see the back end of it. It's only sodium. But it's, the reason why is because... When meteorites, when we see, uh, you know, more meteorites in the sky, well, when they hit the moon, which the moon is good uh, for doing that, when it hits the moon, it brings up all the dust. Right, okay. It brings up and it showers around us. Yeah, and it showers past us. Yeah. Right, okay. But, like, can you say we go through it and it's sodium, right? Because don't they say that, like, obviously the moon affects mood and the cycle of the moon and all the rest of it. Could apparently it be fallacy, some... Well, no, but I mean, could it be that there's some science in there to say that this, like, um, this shower of sodium or, I don't know, might yeah, have some be. sort of, um, you know, re- link or is is it... Because obviously that's kind of... Well, now we know about a it. A chemical we'll element that. that we're in- introducing on a monthly basis. Well, yeah, yeah, it's very true, know. like... And are we being defended by our upper atmosphere or is it going straight through? And uh, according to the papers up to now, that it goes right through. So it will be in your DNA, in all, all, all your, DNA. but you can't see it. In Anything that but my DNA. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Oh, hey. hey. Don't want anything going and sorting that Don't out. To, to come in here touching my DNA. You love your DNA being touched. Anyway, I'm going to turn into a fucking mutant. So, Ooh, there you turn. go. That's your NASA in turn. I know, yeah, fucking fire me icy blasts at you or me, me heat vision. Well, that's it. I think we've um, come to the end of the news for this week. We um, it's been a good show. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. And obviously, the anniversary of the Phoenix Lights. Yeah, um, always good to talk about. Yeah, and yeah, uh, thank you for um, uh, the number of you who got in touch, uh, Brian, um, Gareth, um, and the other countless emails we got just saying, can you cover the, yeah. the Phoenix Lights? It'd be a great episode. And you're right, it was. Yeah. Uh, thank you to yeah. our featured podcast this week, which is Geek Exploration. Um, make sure yeah. you check those guys out. Um, we can't do this without you guys and your help. We don't get no, very much of it. We'd prefer oh. a lot more. If you could help Ooh, us, yes. you know what to do. You can go over to Patreon um, at Never A Straight Answer or Never... Yeah, Never A Straight Answer over at Patreon.com or go yeah. to Buy Me A Coffee. coffee. Buy Me A Coffee Come slash on. NASA pod and you can help us donate from there. Um, we do really appreciate any support you do give us and yes. um, it's always welcome. 
those who have done, you get massive shout outs and big love. Um, yes. And the people who do is Big J. Yeah, Big J. Yeah. Big shout out to Dunk Dunk. Dunk Dunk. Big shout out to Swoosh, the original Patreon, our first one and only. Swooshy, swooshy, swooshy. Yeah, man. Thank you for Harriet for playing Chain Connections and being our Frice winner and having a big brain. Yes, big brain. Yeah, we might have to call you now, big brain. And I know, yeah, I didn't even give her a a round of applause earlier. In fact, yeah. Oh. That's yeah. for you, Harriet. Well done yeah. for um, brain, another yeah. another win. Um, like I say, um, you, we're available on all podcast platforms, um, so make sure you check us out wherever you subscribe. We'll try and get out the Superpod stuff out so you can check it out, but the link is available on our Twitter, um, and yeah. you can watch it. We're about 12 hours in, so, you know, just yeah. if you just want to watch us. But there's a lot of really good shows on. Um, yeah, I yeah. do recommend checking out the Comedy Cold Callers. Check and out you can still support the Comedy now. Arcade. Um, obviously, us and yes. um, any. Just make sure you check Top them out, and obviously, mate. put your hand in your pocket and donate to those guys as well. Yeah, um, we're available on. Um, if you want to ask us a question, get in touch, leave us a comment yeah. or suggestion. You can leave us an iTunes review. Um, Ooh, yeah. Email us at neverstraightanswer at gmail we're available on Twitter at NASA underscore never or Instagram yeah. at never straight answer. You can go over to the website where we've got downloadable content, uh, videos, and much, much, much more. Much more. Ooh. Wherever come. you get your podcasts, we're available. We've got hundreds of episodes, yeah. well, hundreds of such yeah. episodes now. So, you know, yeah, lots we're to get, enjoy. We're getting into the thousands soon. <laughs> oh, bloody hell. Well, that's it. That's yeah. it for another week. We'll be back next yeah. week. Um, we have a really good, pretty, pretty weird, scary topic. I've got to admit. Mm, yeah, yeah. I, I don't yeah. know what's beyond yeah, the doorway. It's going to be an interesting one. It's going to be an interesting <laughs> one. We'll find out next week. We will. Um, yeah. Well, I've been Gaz. I've been Taylor. We've been the Never a Straight Answer Podcast. We'll catch you next time. Peace. Uh, Ooh.